It's half past six Arabian Standard Time. Um, that's for the ESL students. This is the Coder Hour podcast. Um, it's 6.33 a.m. Arabian Standard Time. Sorry I said my time first. Um, the weather forecast is hot and hotter. Um, and uh, 0% chance of rain. And the sun is shining. It was um, 95 degrees when I took a photo from my window um, at sunrise. Uh, let me uh, record about UFOs first. Happy World Astronaut. Hey, thanks for doing this. Pleasure. Uh, Mr. Brennan, as someone who used to be responsible for the nation's highest secrets, uh, as well as national security planning, why do you say that the evidence supports at least keeping open the prospect of intelligent life out there? Well, I don't think I said that there's any evidence at all of alien life. What I said is that a lot of these phenomena that have been observed, including by Navy pilots, are unexplained. And I don't think that there's any way that we can exclude the possibility of certain types of explanations. But uh, throughout my government career, when I had looked at those videos and saw documents and read eyewitness reports, yet I never saw any evidence of that alien life. But... As Donald Trump Rumsfeld, who sadly passed away today, said numerous times, the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. And I do think that in this large expanse of a universe, that we cannot exclude the possibility that there is some form of life somewhere else that we don't understand or can detect yet. But quite frankly, I have no earthly idea whether or not such life exists. Earthly being such a key modifier, uh, Neil, we quoted the scientific lens you bring uh, to a question that, of course, has uh, fascinated many. Explain how you look at this. Oh, yeah. Uh, first, um, I mean, aliens are part of our culture now. If you look at how frequently they show up in movies, uh, very few of them are friendly, by the way. <laughs> I can count this many movies where they're friendly aliens. The rest always just want to kill us. Uh, so the, the public is thinking about aliens all the time. We are ripe for interpreting whatever we don't understand in the context of something that we believe we do understand. We all know what aliens look like. They have big heads and big eyes, and they walk, and they, they have skinny bodies. You know, how come nobody sees an alien with big muscles? coming I mean, out? <laughs> or an alien that looks like a lobster, right? Okay court has gutted what's left of the Voting Rights Act by upholding two racially discriminatory voter laws in Arizona. Thursday's 6-3 ruling by the court's conservative majority will make it harder to challenge new voter suppression laws by pushing, being pushed by Republican state lawmakers across the country. In her dissent, Justice Elena Kagan wrote, quote, 
What is tragic here is that the court has yet again rewritten in order to weaken a statute that stands as a monument to America's greatness and protects against its basest impulses. What is tragic is that the court has damaged a statute designed to bring about the end of discrimination in voting, Kagan wrote. In a second major ruling Thursday, the Supreme Court struck down a California law requiring nonprofit organizations reveal the names of large donors to the state. The case was brought by the Americans for Prosperity Foundation, a right-wing group founded by the Koch brothers. Election law experts predict the ruling could lead to challenges of campaign finance disclosure laws and a surge in dark money spending on elections. The Trump Organization's chief financial officer, Alan Weiselberg, surrendered to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office Thursday, charged with grand larceny for avoiding taxes on $1.7 million in perks he did not report as income. His arraignment came as District Attorney Cy Vance also filed criminal charges against the Trump Organization, accusing it of operating a 15-year tax fraud scheme. Weiselberg pleaded not guilty. He was ordered to surrender his passport and was released without bail. His lawyer said the case against him and the Trump Organization is politically motivated. In 244 years, we have not had a local prosecutor go after a former president of the United States uh, or his employees or his company. And that is a uh, that is a significant line to cross. Weiselberg could face up to a decade in prison if convicted. Many legal experts are speculating prosecutors targeted him with the hope he'll flip and help investigators in other ongoing probes into the Trump family business and possibly former President Trump. Trump himself. We'll have more on this story later in the broadcast with Pulitzer Prize winning investigative reporter David K. Johnston. The World Health Organization warned Thursday the African continent faces an unprecedented third wave of COVID-19 cases. More than a dozen African nations have reported their highest rates of deaths and new infections since the start of the pandemic, with more than 650,000 new cases recorded since May 3rd. With testing and short supply and just 2% of Africa's population vaccinated, the true toll is likely far higher. In Johannesburg, South Africa, healthcare workers say hospitals are once again on the brink of collapse with a fast-spreading Delta variant driving most new cases. We don't see dead people. The funeral services see dead people. We see death. That's the difference. We see death happening. We get, we try to get to the patients in time, but unfortunately at certain times, we can't get to them in time. Venezuela has begun mass vaccinations using Cuba's Abdala vaccine, which Cuban researchers say is more than 92% effective at preventing COVID-19. The Biden administration's refused to share vaccines with Venezuela, where officials blame harsh U.S.-led sanctions for delaying critical supplies needed for Venezuela's vaccination drive. Canada continues to bake under a heat dome that shattered all-time temperature records, with heat warnings in effect all the way from British Columbia to Ontario. Between Wednesday and Thursday, meteorologists logged an unprecedented 700 thousand lightning events in western Canada driven by pyrocumulonimbus clouds from wildfires. The lightning strikes in turn sparked new blazes. They followed Canada's all-time record high of 121 degrees Fahrenheit set in the town of Lytton Tuesday. The town was almost completely destroyed Wednesday by a wildfire. In Greece, 
Authorities closed the Acropolis to tourists Thursday as a scorching heat wave brought temperatures of up to 110 degrees Fahrenheit. And in Russia, a Siberian village known as the coldest inhabited place on Earth is baking in record heat with a high temperature of 89 degrees Fahrenheit. Siberia's heat wave is rapidly melting permafrost, releasing huge stores of methane, a powerful greenhouse gas. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has named Mississippi Congressmember Benny Thompson to chair the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Six other Democrats will serve on it, including in okay. the last day of Pride Month. The U.S. State Department announced it's working towards allowing gender non-conforming applicants to use the gender-neutral X marker on their passports. The State Department's also dropping a rule requiring trans applicants provide medical certification in order to change the gender marker on their passports. The New York City Board of Elections has released new preliminary results from the city's Democratic Columbia. It's the third major discovery in recent weeks of graves at residential schools where indigenous children were forcibly sent to rid them of their native cultures and languages. Meanwhile, Pope Francis has finally agreed to meet with indigenous survivors of Catholic-run residential schools in Canada. The Pope has faced widespread criticism for refusing to apologize for the church's role in what Canada's National Truth and Reconciliation Commission described as cultural genocide. The Israeli newspaper Ynet is reporting the Palestinian Authority is attempting to buy tear gas canisters, stun grenades, and other non-lethal munitions from Israel. The unusual request came as the Palestinian Authority is cracking down on protests and dissent in the occupied West Bank following the death of human rights activist Nazar Banat in Palestinian Authority custody. On the last day of Pride Month, the U.S. State Department announced it's working towards allowing gender non-conforming applicants to use the gender-neutral X marker on their passports. So, uh, let's see, non-binary intersex or gender non-conforming as well as okay um let me continue on is bad the u.s is facing another summer of parched fine land dwindling water supplies and the potential for historic wildfire season Nearly 90% of the land across 11 western states is withered and brittle from a lack of rain and snow. And while there have been years and months of respite, the decades since the start of the current century haven't been kind to the western United States. Egged on by climate change and facing rising demands from a growing population, the U.S. West continues to march towards a potentially semi-permanent state of dryness. Nowhere is this more evident than along the Colorado River. A 1,400-mile-long stream that provides water to one in ten Americans and has historically traveled through seven U.S. states before making its way to the Gulf of California and Mexico. They used to call the American West the American Desert on maps. Ports, the U.S. and Japan have been secretly conducting war games and joint military exercises in the South China Sea to prepare for a possible conflict with China over Taiwan. Some of the joint military exercises were disguised to look like disaster relief training. In other international news, U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres has urged the Biden administration to lift sanctions on Iran and for both... Okay, um... 
Another 182 unmarked graves have been found at a former boarding school for First Nations children in British Columbia. It's the third major discovery in recent weeks of graves at residential schools where Indigenous children were forcibly sent to rid them of their native cultures and languages. Meanwhile, Pope Francis has finally agreed to meet with Indigenous survivors of Catholic-run residential schools. Common defense is that um, um, the president made me do it. Another 182 unmarked graves have been found at a former boarding school for First Nations children in British Columbia. Okay, sorry, I replayed replay that a second time. Uh, there's placards that I saw that said... Um, Blacks for Trump, and the invis invisible enemy is communism. And I thought um, communism was dead everywhere. Um, I remember um, when I was uh, a young prospect, the um, um, high school political science teacher used to have um, um, the seniors read this book that uh, J. Edgar Hoover wrote in the 1920s after the Palmer Raids where um, the USA um, deported anybody who they thought was a Red who wasn't in a and a citizen. Um, just uh, something to think about. So this is um, 15 minutes long. This is the quarter hour podcast. The primary mission is to um, entertain. Secondary is to instruct. Um Please pardon me for um, for my editing, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, please tune in tomorrow because um, there's going to be a Fourth of July special. <laughs>